guys, and welcome back to another episode on Fit and Focus for Remote Work and Digital Nomads podcast. My name is Angela Sharina, and I'm a brain performance coach, certified nutritionist, and integrative health fitness coach, and just someone with a lot of passion for helping you guys to learn how your brain works and how to make it work better so you can get out there and make some noise and make something awesome happen. Because it's all in our brains, guys, our moods, our thoughts, and our habits and our actions. It's how we master this thing between our ears. That's how our life will go. Today on Finite Focus Podcast, you're going to learn how to increase your confidence and decrease your anxiety. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I for sure know that I need a little bit less of self-doubt and a little bit more of Richard Branson's screwed, let's do it attitude. Um, because if we don't try, and if we, if we don't go for, for the things that we want with all this might and will and enthusiasm, then guess what, guys? Things will not happen, and we'll be living a mediocre life. And you know, the sad and the worst thing about living uh, a mediocre, uh, for sure, you know, personalized to each person life, is about that in your head, you know you're destined for more, that you have it in you to create something extraordinary, whatever that might be, and you're delaying, or you're slowing things down, and you're not not asking for things from life, from people, you're not asking for opportunities to give yourself the chance to shine your full light and intensity, right? And that is the saddest thing, because then the world is poorer than it could have been with your light, with its full intensity in it. And we need to figure out how to make our brain help us to get out there and take uncomfortable, uh, courageous actions when we feel uncomfortable, when we feel fearful, when we feel anxious and still go and do and deliver our full intensity and potential, whatever we have at the moment to deliver it to each moment, right? And learning how our brain works and learning about our defaults and analyzing our past a little bit uh, to figure out why certain things didn't work the way you wanted them to, to work, the way you envisioned them. Like figuring that out, out how your brain works and what are the things you'd like to improve to help you to move forward toward that's that greater vision of your life. That is, I think, something that everyone needs to master. Everyone who wants, who is eager to express every bit of self in this world while alive. If you're that kind of person, that you must be interested in how your brain works and how to help it work better, to shine all your genius, all your potential, because brain is like this conductor of the orchestra of all the potentialities that you have in you, right? When your brain is not performing, functioning optimally, and there are so many ways to screw up but that optimal performance, when your brain is not doing its best, it's not working at the capacity it can work at, there is no way that you're going to be expressing also your full potential, intensity, and 
greatness. So that's why, you know, we all got to be learning how brain works and how to help it to work better with so many tools from nutrition to lifestyle, like sleep, to things like breathing or taking cold shower. There are so many things and we're learning every day something new about how the brain works and then uh, amazing scientists figure out practical ways to put it into our daily lives uh, in simple ways. So anyhow, this is just my enthusiasm about the brain and why this podcast is continuing these days. And why digital nomads and remote work? I think we all at some point going to become digital nomads, location independent people who just building and shaping our own journey, sometimes remote, sometimes in location, but definitely free uh, and definitely moving through life and traveling and experiencing the journey. But anyhow, guys, welcome to the podcast. And today we're talking, as I mentioned, about anxiety and confidence, because the more anxiety you have, the less confidence you have. And the more anxiety you have, the less potential uh, you can express in this life, because you're just going to be drowning. And I'm talking about it from personal and professional experience. I worked with uh, folks who were experiencing a lot of anxiety, and that didn't allow them to go for the opportunities that I knew they were good for. But when you're anxious, you don't see that. You are drowning in your self-doubt. And I also know because I was one of the people who was drowning in my own anxieties as a kid, as a teenager, even when in my 20s, only in my 30s, I started to realize how much potential I have when with certain lifestyle, nutrition, um, and behavioral choices, I started to adjust my brain chemistry and realize, and I realized, oh my God, I actually have a lot to give, but I never seen it because I was drowning in self-doubts, right? I said, you have this haze of self-doubts and anxiety, and it doesn't allow you to see the light that you have inside of you fully, right? Imagine for your day and how hard it is to see the sunshine. So that's kind of what it is when you are also drowning in your anxieties and your self-doubts. You're not seeing your own light and the intensity that you can be shining onto the world. So anxiety and confidence. Today, specifically, we're talking about some behaviors, but mostly foods. Um, if you are on the side of anxiety more often than you'd like to be, there is a high probability that your serotonin levels, there is this neurotransmitter or a molecule that our brain cells use to communicate one of those. Some people, uh, well, not people, but scientists consider it's also a hormone because it also, um, we have serotonin molecules and receptors throughout our body, in our digestive system, in our in different organs, in our gut. Um, serotonin is very important for many different functions from sleep to digestion, uh, but it's specific Specifically in the brain seems to be very, very important. And that's why, you know, a lot of antidepressants based on the idea, well, on the with the purpose to, they designed with the purpose to optimize your serotonin. Serotonin is very important for feeling good, for feeling confident, for feeling okay with what is instead of being anxious all the time about what can be. Serotonin is important for you to feel calm, at peace. Serotonin in mammalian kingdom among animals 
is um, correlated with your sense of status and that how do you relate to people around you, to social structure, right? The less serotonin you have, the worse it functions, like all the receptors in your brain that need to work with serotonin. The um, less worse you're going to feel um, and you're going to be ha- having more anxiety and you're going to be having more self-doubts. I definitely think that unless I take extra steps to optimize for my serotonin, I start getting still into that anxious self-doubting self. And that's why once I start seeing that tendency that everything kind of starts looking negative and I'm, and I'm looking for the darkest side or, you know, of the whichever um, situation or anything in life that I'm looking on a negative side more on the, the glass half empty. I know that I need to figure out, I need to look into all the behaviors that I've been doing. Food has always been kind of, you know, good for the past, uh, I don't know, 15 years. Um, so for me, it's always behaviors and I need to look at those and where I haven't been optimizing for serotonin. If I start getting more anxiety, if I start getting more self-conscious, self-doubting thoughts. And on, on the side of behavior, I just want to let you know that if you don't sleep well, if you are not active, also if you don't expose yourself to natural light in the morning, in the first part of the day, if you don't get enough light exposure and spend much more time inside, right? serotonin will suffer a lot. Serotonin is one of those brain chemicals that highly dependable on light exposure, on uh, bright light, on natural light out Outside, especially in the morning hours, like first couple of hours are really great for your serotonin levels because light outside at different times of the day is different. So uh, that's why get outside as soon as the sun is out, spend that 10, 20 minutes, I don't know, grabbing coffee, walking your dog, walking your kids, taking your kids to school. I don't have any kids, but you know, for a lot of people, it's something they do. Um, maybe um, listening to a podcast or to a book um, or even better doing some exercise and getting that uh, blood flowing and oxygen that are good for all brain chemicals, you know, improving your blood sugar regulation that uh, that is also great for all brain chemicals. So get outside, sleep well. By the way, serotonin, it is important for sleep. Your melatonin is actually made out of serotonin. But also, if you don't sleep well, your serotonin levels suffer and that's kind of like cycle right sometimes it's vicious sometimes sometimes it's good when you sleep well your serotonin yeah, is good and you sleep well again when you don't sleep well your serotonin drops and you don't have troubles falling asleep again and so that's when you need to double down on other behavioral choices like getting outside when it comes to food what really screws up serotonin like a lot of other brain chemicals uh the brain chemicals that make us feel motivated and energetic and focus. Um, what screws up that in our food system, in our universal food habits is eating processed foods, all kinds of processed ingredients and fried foods and uh, all kinds of, um, I don't know, additives and, and flavorings. There are so many things that can screw up that were not designed 
I mean things and food items that were not designed to be in a human body on a regular basis. And so one practice that for sure will start helping you with all your brain chemistry, with serotonin including, is eating less and less processed foods and eating foods that come from the ground uh, that, you know, were animals or fish or plants and uh, they are cooked in a simple way without ideally preservatives, very fresh, uh, in the way, uh, and they're on your plate in a way that you can recognize them, right? That is one practice. The second practice is eating enough protein is very important for your serotonin. For your serotonin, it's specifically important to have distributed uh, sufficient amount of protein. Specifically, foods like chicken and turkey are super rich in tryptophan that serotonin is made of. Um, by the way, exercise helps to push that tryptophan into your brain that actually have has hard times getting into your brain to be made into serotonin. That's why for some people, especially if you are struggling with anxiety and self-doubt, it might make sense to try supplementing with tryptophan, that um, building block of serotonin, essential building block of serotonin, right? So eating your protein, specifically turkey, chicken, uh, but then also beef, pork, fish, and dairy products, animal products are much, 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 much richer in that tryptophan. That's why a lot of vegans and vegetarians become obsessive, become anxious, become very self-conscious. I was that person, so I know that personally. You kind of become... Uh, almost um, like start having this obsessive disorder. And again, I, I noticed that in myself. So uh, if you are not eating enough protein, if you are not supplementing specifically with tryptophan, that's what your serotonin is made of. Not every kind of protein will do. So eating enough protein is another thing that you need to look at. And I worked over the course of 10 years with so many, especially women who already tend to be on a more self-conscious, anxious side, especially women tend to not like to be eating protein protein all that much and then your serotonin is not really being made and maybe that's why you don't feel uh full of life and sexy and good and joyful right serotonin has a lot to do with your libido also by the way so eat your protein what are some other good foods for you to include on a daily basis. I eat them on a daily basis, guys. And once you hear about these foods, you'll understand that it's not that difficult to eat them on a daily basis, but they have been shown more than other foods to boost your serotonin levels through one way or the other. You know, obviously you eat those foods, you consume those foods, so you go in your gut, they change your gut bacteria, um, and then the gut and bacteria communicates to your brain. So different mechanism how these um, foods and compounds in these foods affect our brain. Some are also uh, can cross blood-brain barrier and go right into your brain to affect cells right there once the compounds are in your bloodstream, of course. So what are those foods, you know, that I eat on a daily basis and nutritional psychiatrists, people who connect nutritional science with mental health, what do these people recommend? So these powerful foods are, I'm going to give it one by one and tell you how I consume it daily based on the research and data that I have. So green tea or matcha, very beneficial for your brain chemistry and for serotonin specifically. I'm not a tea drinker. I hate green tea flavor. But what I found to be very useful with matcha, because it's very fine powder, 
I either do two things. One, if I happen to be making smoothie, I put it in my smoothie. And two, on, on most days, actually, that's what I do. I will take teaspoon, half of the teaspoon going to be matcha powder, and I just drink it with my water because no heat, no anything required that actually for matcha to have an effect. So I just take it as a supplement without any capsules, just half a teaspoon every day. Turmeric. Turmeric, turmeric, turmeric is beneficial for so many brain chemicals and it's also anti-inflammatory and it has so many great benefits for the body and the brain and the gut and the brain. And consume it daily. Some studies have been shown that I heard of that it might not be as good, I think, for some kind of testosterone. Um, so I'm not sure about that, but guys, you might check it out. Um, I personally notice only good things from my turmeric and I don't take it in a supplement form. I take it in a form of spice in my curry. I have curry spice and I put like a whole bunch of it, at least tablespoon in my cooking every day. So I get a bunch of spices and a big part of it is turmeric, right? That's how I get my boost of turmeric. They also say that turmeric helps to neutralize not so beneficial bacteria in your gut or all kinds of, I don't know, maybe parasites or something. Maybe that's why in in Asian countries, in Latin America, they love it so much. I once had a dream uh, when I didn't have turmeric for okari for a little bit, like in my gut or Somehow I felt that in my gut there were those killers and they had bullets with curry and like were killing something. And I woke up and I'm like, yep, need to eat some turmeric. It's just a little bit of backstory, but also turmeric really great for your serotonin. I put it again as a curry, one tablespoon in my cooking every day. Sometimes I also put it with my beans. I just make curry spots, some chicks chickpeas, some lime juice, some sardines or tuna. That's really cool kind of non-cooking meal. So turmeric and matcha, almost zero calories, really easy to consume. Then we get the delicious foods. We get chocolate. It is really good and beneficial for the brain, improves cognition, improves memory, improves uh, brain function, increases blood circulation to the brain, seems to be beneficial for flow states and activate all the brain chemicals important for that state, right? Focus. A lot of things chocolate is good for. Uh, Serotonin including I eat 100% chocolate, 30 grams, one ounce of it every single day. I also add a tablespoon of cacao in my yogurt every day. So I'm a huge fan of cacao plant. If I were to choose my plant, a medicinal plant, that that's going to be cacao. I've been eating it for years now. So here, you know, in Mexico and Playa del Carmen, they have a lot of it and I get that 100% fresh, fresh one. And it's delicious and so good for you. So chocolate is good for you, but please do not go for sugary stuff because that can backfire and you can get heat of serotonin and then drop in that as well because of that sugar. Chocolate. I eat 30 grams per day of 100%. No sugar, nothing added. Cold water fatty fish, things like salmon, sardines, mackerel, all this herring, all this fatty fish with omega-3s, amazing for serotonin. They have a special fatty acids, EPA, DHA, that seems to be improving, boosting serotonin production and improving 
send serotonin receptors, the work of serotonin receptors in the brain. So fatty fish, amazing. I eat it every day. Um, from time to time, I also supplement with fish oil. Prefer to eat most of that in my foods every day. So I either eat a can of sardines or a good piece of salmon. So that's my routine. Fermented foods. Like yogurt, naturally fermented, make sure that there are live bacteria in that yogurt without sugar. If you need to, you know, make it interesting, um, as I like to do it, I put berries, blueberries, or um, strawberries, or raspberries, or blackberries. Usually I either blend them on or have them frozen, and they have this nice, juicy you know, substance that really mix well with the yogurt. I add cinnamon, maca, cacao, you know, cacao, again, that serotonin booster, uh, sugar, uh, helping regulating cinnamon, um, yogurt with all the probiotics and calcium that is needed for your neurons to communicate really fast, right? So that's my choice of fermented foods. I eat half a liter of yogurt or kefir every single day for years. Sometimes I miss a day, but um, it's I think it's like maybe 10 days in a year, right? So yogurt, because it has calcium, B vitamins, A, D, it has so much, and probiotics in general, fermented foods boost your serotonin. Um, in the gut especially, uh, seems to be affecting the brain also, probably through gut-brain access. So fermented foods, and also there have been studies done that fermented foods, eating them every single day like nothing else, improves your gut bacteria, gut microbiome in general, and that is always a good news for all health biomarkers. So um, a couple of two, three servings, or as much as you'd like, um, yogurt or sauerkraut or kimchi here in Mexico. I don't find it that much, but I love kimchi and sauerkraut. Kombucha, not so much, but any fermented, naturally fermented foods, um, super great for your serotonin levels, of course, without like sugars or weird additives that can compromise a little bit that function. And that's it. So again, Let's recap. Let's recap those foods. Turmeric, matcha, chocolate, fish, fermented foods. Turmeric, matcha, chocolate, fish, fermented foods. Eat them daily. Um, other things that will help you to boost serotonin are getting more light exposure, getting good sleep, getting exercise, also meditation and yoga, like no other exercise for the mind and for the body, improve your serotonin levels as well, right after your session. By the way, yoga also improves GABA. That is also amazing for feeling good and at peace and not rushing and running all the time, not chasing, right? We'll talk about GABA tomorrow, but today, what's today? Make sure to figure out how to get those foods, especially if you are on the anxiety, on the self-doubt, uh, self being self-conscious more often than not, and you know that it's stopping you taking actions, taking actions with all the intensity and your light and brightness to get to the next level in your life, right? Anxiety, self-doubts, Eat those five foods, get outside, do exercise, do some yoga, even 20 minutes is enough, guys. You don't need to go for some fancy class, do some YouTube yoga for 20 minutes, that's more than enough. I did mine yesterday. And that's it. 
especially in remote work, guys, you often will end up sitting inside. So get outside, just wanting to point it out, you know, remote work, what not so good thing it did for a lot of people made them sit inside and not go outside. So first couple of sunrise, guys, get outside as much as possible. If it's super cloudy, still get outside for like 20-30 minutes doing something useful, some errands that you that you're gonna do anyhow. If you have any questions, please reach out. Always happy to help. Um, you can also claim your free session with me when, where I'm going to help you to optimize your serotonin habits and foods and can analyze your food diary and tell you what things can be screwing up your serotonin levels. So feel free to do to claim that. Um, follow me on Instagram. Also join our Brain Mastery Academy. We are starting our first most amazing course to master all your brain chemistry and become this brain master. I don't know, you'll be blown away what your brain can do. The link in for that is in the show notes. You'll hear from me very soon. Have an awesome serotonin and confidence-driven day. And till next time, eat some yogurt.